Hello guys, how's it going? So today I'll talk about a, another subject that I have been doing this semester which is crystallography and diffraction and I have I have explained something about diffraction in the 11th episode so just check it out but in this episode I I'll provide you something that I studied last week which is about the difference between the diffraction pattern from a regular machine and the one that we can produce by a transmission electron microscope. So the, the regular one is what I talked about in the 11th episode. We have a copper target that produces uh, the XRD and in transmission electron microscope we don't have target. We only have the electrons being accelerated and those electrons they are the wave that we can use to to analyze the material but before we continue uh, I'd like to ask you to to share this episode with your friends to to like this episode and the podcast on your favorite platform we are almost achieving the 1500 downloads so I'd like to, to thank you all again help me uh, achieve 50 countries until December we are almost there too so thank you guys it's been amazing for me by the way my name is Vinny and I am a materials engineer so basically uh, Considering the, the regular machine, if we have a copper target, it can produce a X-ray with a wavelength about 0.15 nanometers. But if we use a transmission electron microscope, it can produce uh, a wavelength from 0.0037 nanometers to 0.0025 nanometers. And it is different because in a transmission electron microscope we use from 100 kilovolts to 200 kilovolts to accelerate the electrons. So that's why both are smaller than the one produced by the regular machine. And it changes everything. It changes the way that we can see our diffraction. And to, to, to see that I think it's better if we imagine. So we can use to to understand what's happening the evolved sphere and the evolved sphere it is builted using the reciprocal lattice and this reciprocal lattice is a way that we can see the planes that diffract due to the beam. I won't go forward how we construct a reciprocal lattice, but just keep in mind that it's a way that we can represent the real lattice. So instead of using a uh, regular lattice, which is the real lattice, we can use the reciprocal because the reciprocal we can see easily um, the small. And the small planes there are in a crystalline structure and as we use the reciprocal lattice they can be seen and it's easier to to analyze everything that is happening so soon I'll explain what it is for real a reciprocal lattice and how can we construct this 
but just keep in mind that we are using a reciprocal lattice to construct the Edvald sphere. And to construct the Edvald sphere is basically it, we have a sphere and its radius is 1 divided by the wavelength. And as we have a wavelength from a copper target, if we divide 1 by 0.15 and construct a sphere with this radius and do the same with the wavelength from transmission electron microscope, for example, the bigger wavelength 0 0.0037, it will produce a big sphere, much bigger than the one that we can produce using the wavelength from the copper target. And it is normal, right? And if you are looking to these both spheres, due to its its size, the smallest one will only touch some points of the reciprocal lattice. And those points, as I said, they are planes. So as the sphere touches them, the planes that is being touched by the sphere are the ones that suffers diffraction. So if you are looking in a diffraction pattern from a regular machine, the planes that are diffracting are the same that the sphere is touching. So they are respecting the Bragg's law. Unfortunately, due to the big size of the another sphere, if we compare the bigger one, it's almost a flat line. And because of that, many other spots, many other points, many other planes you be touched, but they not necessarily respect the Bragg's law. So if you look at a diffraction pattern in a transmission electron microscope, we will see some planes that wasn't supposed to be there because they are not respecting the Bragg's law. And this is one of the biggest difference between the techniques from the regular machine to measure the diffraction pattern and the one that we use in transmission. So for when I when I look at that, that last week, I got surprised just because uh, the technique is different. So in transmission, we have a power being, being in contact with your sample and in a regular machine, its energy is smaller. So it won't be the same interaction between uh, the wave and your material and it's it's amazing for me. I hope you have enjoyed. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.